Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates, and after 10 years of struggling with binge eating, I recovered and lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years. And today we're talking about how to eat whatever you want. When I asked one woman what she would wish for if she had a magic wand, she replied, either a pill that I wouldn't want to eat anything that I'm not supposed to want to eat or a pill that would make me eat and not have to deal with the consequences of eating whatever. Either I would take a pill to not chew on the chocolate or chew on the chocolate without consequences. That would be magical. When it comes to the desire to eat whatever we want without the consequences, what we really are saying is, I want to be able to live my life and not be a slave to mentally obsessing over what I'm eating all the time. I want to stop feeling like I have to constantly control myself and my food. I want to lose extra weight I have because of binge eating. Bottom line, you want freedom when it comes to food and eating, to feel like you can eat what you want, when you want to eat it, And that would naturally support your goals for your health, weight, and ultimately your life. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a video training that teaches you how to get through any craving without giving in so you can lose excess weight, have more energy, and eat healthy more effortlessly. I also share the four steps I used to get through cravings that helped me lose 50 pounds and keep it off for over two years. You can get access to all of that at free-videos.rishondiates.com. So today I have three steps for you to be able to eat whatever you want. Step one is to believe it's possible. And I know this is difficult, especially if you have been struggling for as long as I did. But I want to tell you that I know it's possible because I've been where you are possibly right now. I can remember being with my husband and not being fully present, being with people in general and just not being there because in my mind, I was constantly obsessing over when are we going to get to eating? You know, when are we going to get to the food again? I would get angry at others for prolonging time before meals I remember constantly thinking about when I was going to eat and what I was going to eat. When would my next meal be? Obsessing over food that was left um, if I was sharing food with other people, like if I was sharing a pizza or something, I was just constantly worried that I wouldn't get enough. So my mind just had this constant reel of, you know, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Thinking about the food all the time. And here's where I am now. That has completely changed. My days are not spent thinking about food. I think about my food enough in terms of being able to plan my meals and make sure I have enough energy for my day. And I even have some indulgences throughout the day. But now I feel a complete sense of freedom to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it. I don't worry about gaining weight after over two years of maintaining a 50 pound weight loss. And, you know, I, I, I remember, um, almost two years ago now picking up, um, one of those huge gourmet donuts and about a third of the way through, 
just pushing it away, unconsciously pushing it away because I was done. And when I realized what I did, I literally said out loud to myself, who are you? (laughs) It was shocking to me because I had no reservations about stopping eating. I had not made a conscious choice to stop eating the donut. It's just that I felt that I was full. All of a sudden, I was done eating it. I had had enough. Another story I could tell you, recently I was attending a virtual event live. So this is literally within the last week. And it was a break. And we were, you know, in the chat engaging with each other. And someone said, yeah, I just had... Um, a few pieces of dark chocolate to carry me through. And then I replied back, oh, you just reminded me, I have some chocolate covered almonds in the refrigerator. And as I went to go grab them (laughs) to snack on, I remember thinking, whoa, how different is this? I would have never uttered the words, you just reminded me about a food that I have that's covered in chocolate that's been in the fridge for a couple of days. (laughs) Um... So this is how my life looks now. So it's totally possible. You can do the same thing. You can get to the same place. And let's go ahead and move into step two, because here's what it's going to take. Be open to thinking in an entirely different way. Einstein once said, we can't solve problems by using the same thinking we use to create them. Have you ever asked yourself the question, Why do I binge? Why do I do this? Have you struggled to understand that? Maybe you've spent time analyzing everything from your triggers to your diet um, to why do you pick up food instead of doing X, Y, or Z? Or what are you feeling when you're binging? You might even feel exhausted from trying to figure this out. Now, this is completely normal and it's very common with women who are doing big things and hitting goals in other areas of their life. And this confuses them. You feel like, why can I start my own business, but I can't get my eating under control? Or why can I do X, Y, or Z, but I can't stop binging? How can I know so much about nutrition and healthy eating, but I can't seem to put it into practice for myself? And you desperately want to figure it out. Well, if this sounds like you, I have a suggestion for you that may shock you. Try not figuring it out. Have you ever tried doing exactly the opposite of what you've been doing to see what the results might be? I'm talking about just completely letting go of control and trusting that you'll receive the help you need. Now, this this isn't easy to do at all. I'll be honest with you there. In fact, it can be very scary to let go of all that control and analyzing Research shows that we can actually become addicted to our own thinking. So the struggle is definitely real, but it can be done with a couple of things that we don't always think about going together, faith and action. When we trust that we can and will be supported in being our highest self and we can put that trust in action, that's when the real magic starts to happen. So let's move on to step three, which is practice critical awareness. I would be remiss to even suggest 
letting go of control of your food if I didn't talk about the biggest concern in the back of your mind. From the same woman I quoted earlier who said that she wants to be able to eat whatever she wants without the consequences, I asked her, what are the consequences? Her answer, and I quote, getting fat. And she's not alone in this. Um, Here's a a couple more answers pulled from the internet asking people who binge what their biggest fears were. One person said, my weight. I'm so worried I won't see my children grow up and I won't be there for them. My health is clearly affected by my size and my diet, but I'm still out of control. I wonder if I will ever get this under control. And when I do, will it be too late? Another person said, I feel good about myself physically but I have extra pounds, which I know is because of my eating habits. Now, is there something wrong with wanting to lose weight and be fit? No. Is there often a lot of fear mixed up in the desire to lose weight? Yes. And this truly comes from media messaging that thin is better And even with all the efforts being done by movements like the body positivity or health at every size movements, the messaging is still deeply ingrained for many of us and difficult to spot out and check. So that's why I love this quote from Brene Brown in her book, I Thought It Was Just Me. Awareness is knowing something exists. Critical awareness is knowing why it exists, how it works, how our society is impacted by it, and who benefits from it. Now, that last part of this quote, knowing who benefits from it, is the part that I remember striking me to my core when I first read it. Um, So we're all aware at this point of the fact that there is a very strong messaging about what is beautiful, what is considered normal in terms of beauty, But we don't always know how to actually overcome this messaging (laughs) and how to how to think differently. Um, And sometimes we're not even aware that we're affected by it. So this is where critical awareness really comes into play. Um, I remember one time a few years back, I was sitting watching one of my favorite guilty pleasure shows. Maybe you remember it. It was called Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) And I just, I loved um, the action. I loved the suspense. I loved the whodunit nature of it, how they left you hanging on the end of every episode. But one day I was watching it and noticed that all of a sudden I got in my head that I should start dieting again. And I had made a decision already that I was not going to do that anymore. And By this point, I had become aware of the critical awareness and I started practicing a little bit in my life. And that moment, something just made me pause and start to think, well, okay, something is up. You know, all of a sudden you decided you want to go on a diet again. Suddenly it hit me. I had been watching this show where really unrealistic beauty standards were portrayed every single moment of the show. Every character's hair was flawless and perfectly styled in every moment. They were always seen carrying designer handbags and wearing designer clothes. They were always dressed to the nines in every single scene. 
And of course, they were all young and very attractive women. And lo and behold, cut to the commercial. And what do you see? (laughs) Someone selling, selling shampoo and using one of these beautiful models with silky long hair. And of course, the person looked like the cast of Pretty Little Liars. So knowing who benefits from it, who benefits from me suddenly feeling bad about myself and like I need to go on a diet. The shampoo salesman, literally the shampoo uh, business is who benefits from it. By me starting to really question what, you know, whether or not I was good enough, I was primed for that sales pitch when it came on. And in the past, I would not have realized this. I would have honestly said, oh, I'm not affected by by advertising. And it turns out that people who think that they're not affected by advertising are the people who are the most susceptible to it. So practicing critical awareness looks like when you notice yourself triggered by media messaging, which is The first step is to notice that you're triggered by media messaging to stop and ask yourself who benefits from this, who benefits from me feeling bad about myself right now. And that question alone will give you so much freedom and power over this media messaging. So try that and hope it works for you. Okay, let's recap. So when it comes to eating whatever you want, number one, I want you to believe that it's possible. Believe that it's possible to be able to eat whatever you want, whenever you want it. Now, does this mean that you can, you know, binge every day for the rest of your life and that's okay? No. What I'm talking about is really changing your desires. It's possible to change your desire where you don't want to binge anymore, but you can't do that by forcing it. Step two was be open to thinking in an entirely different way. This is where you implement both faith and action, faith that you will be supported in being the person that you want to be and action, acting based on that faith. I grew up in a faith where we believed faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. So you're acting before you actually see the evidence of it. And step three is to practice critical awareness. This is all about understanding how media messaging works and who benefits from it. And don't forget, you can pick up your free series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts, at free-videos.rashondiates.com. I'll catch you next time on the Ending Your Binging podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode.
Bye.